Welcome to the Medium Experience. Your interest in mediumship probably got you here, but let's just be honest, I am not your typical medium. So hopefully, you'll listen a little, and my story and the way that I perceive things and this ability will encourage you to stick around. I believe that we are all spirits having a human experience. I also believe mediumship is less of a gift and more of a tool that we all have access to to help us connect to our deepest truths. My name is Jennifer, and I would personally like to invite you into my mind, my heart, and my mediumship experiences in hopes you will find your way back home to the spirit within. Please join me weekly for episodes that support personal growth and healing on the foundation of spiritual connection. I will also be hosting Champagne Channeling on the last Friday of the month where a featured guest will join me for a happy hour and we'll discuss any and all things that promote healing and happiness. Thank you for joining and enjoy the ride. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you for listening. I hope last week's episode resonated. Maybe you got a new journal or a new deck of oracle cards. I'd love to know if you have invited a new journaling practice into your life. I hope so. And how is it going? Um, I, I really love that episode just because of the cards that were pulled on sensuality and balance. It's just so is about everything I am doing right now. So I hope that you guys like that. Today, I just want to talk to you guys about what it looks like to be a sensitive being known as an empath to some, HSP to others, um, highly sensitive person. So usually in spirituality, um, you will hear I am an empath, which is very different than being empathetic. Uh, I'll actually talk on that here in a minute. And then HSP is something more um, in the psychological world. So I do believe that they're the same thing. It just depends on who you're talking to. And I, of course, am a huge empath, (laughs) one that has learned some boundaries, which I will help you with. And I do have a belief that most of us are. I, I think that we we have the ability to be ultra sensitive. It's just learning how to turn up or down our dials. And those who identify it as HSP or an empath probably came in with their dials turned way too up. And when I say that, I just mean that they they came in very open. Their auric field is open. They're very permeable to other energies. And a lot of lessons were meant to be learned in this lifetime. You have a long sheet of to-dos, if we're speaking from a masculine standpoint. And we have to learn a lot. And so if you come in with this really sensitivity, this huge auric field, they've scientifically proven that an impasse auric field can be up to 30 feet off of their body, which is 
insane to me. And so when I when I say auric field, um, as I'm, you can't see me, but I'm like <laughs> reaching out my arms. This means that anything in that 30 feet radius around you can be absorbed and you might not have the discernment to know what is yours and what is not yours. And so when we're younger and we're growing up or going through puberty, it's pretty dangerous. It's It's really sad sometimes because we have the ability to be great healers. We're very sensitive, but we also have the opportunity to get severely depressed or suffer from addiction or be suicidal. There's light and dark and right and wrong. And, you know, we live in this duality here on earth. And I do believe that our spirit is the light. And then this human experience, darkness does exist. But it's our job to show up through our body as the light. We have to work together. And it's painful to be here. I mean, just I'm sitting on the floor recording this podcast in my husband's closet and my legs are like killing me. It's our bodies get old. <laughs> Not that I'm saying that I'm old, but you know, it's it's painful to be in the body. The spirit doesn't feel pain. The body feels pain. And being an empath, you feel physically emotion feelings. And so you will have more physical pain than the average person because of how deeply you absorb everything. I can't really recall a time that I wasn't highly sensitive. I do remember crying a lot growing up. Uh, I do, I remember being deeply connected to animals and children and always, I've always been a dreamer. I just, I think I am I'm very, very in tune to others' emotions so much that for most of my life, I didn't know what I was feeling and what they were feeling. If there was discomfort in the room, I made it my job to fix the discomfort. I couldn't just be in a room where there was sadness or anything that wasn't happiness or joy or something that felt good. So I would try to fix it. And I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of baggage to unpack there, but this is how an empath kind of grows up. And there are huge uh, relationships to codependency with this. When I was fairly young, I was introduced to the term indigo children, and I was told I was an indigo child. And at that time, I did not know exactly what that meant. But um, now, knowing and doing the research, there was a parapsychologist, Nancy Ann Tapp, who studied auric fields in the 70s. And at that time, um, with you know her studies, few people had indigo auras. And so she noticed a lot of children being born from like 1975 to the late 1980s. And with just indigo auras, like very dominant in the indigo. And the indigo also is a representation of your third eye. And so with this knowledge, she knew that there was a lot of spiritual leaders among us and starting to introduce this new wave of spirituality and of psychic abilities 
when I was young, it's not like that was accepted or did my behavior make me feel special at all? If anything, quite the contrary. Uh, I'd never been diagnosed, but I'm sure I have ADD. I had a very hard time in the school system. Uh, anything that was really structured, I had a hard time paying attention, uh, especially if I didn't feel like the teacher's heart was in it. So I can learn a topic I have no interest in if it's being taught by someone who's passionate about it. And now I say that and I'm like, I totally get it. That's what we're being called to do is live through our heart's expression because that is a high vibration. Everything isn't meant for me to teach, but what I love, what lights me up, what I'm fulfilled by is going to fill me up and then I'm going to radiate at a different frequency. And so when I was young, I probably pushed a lot of buttons because I, if I was disrupted, I caused disruption. <laughs> and that, that gets into the nervous system, but the, the being an empath and your nervous system are so intertwined because if you're highly sensitive and energy is always entering into your auric field and you are susceptible to everything around you and you don't know how to control your own energy and your own space, your nervous system is constantly dysregulated. And so you you live your life for a long time in survival mode until you learn how to go back, do the inner child work, which I always bring it back to that, regulate your nervous system, understand the energy around yourself, what an auric field is, how to bring it in, how to have boundaries around other people. And then you start to have a conversation with your soul. Your soul and your body communicate. You communicate to your inner child, to your higher self, to source. And that, that's when your life starts to change. And it's all subtle because you do a little bit of work each day. And it starts with journaling. <laughs> I love to bring that back up to you guys because that's where it starts. That's where the conversation starts. So to bring it back to an empath, I just want to give you some basic knowledge. Um, I think probably a lot of you are like, yep, that's me. <laughs> you already know. You can already feel it. Um, but in the Oxford Dictionary, they explain an empath as being a person with paranormal ability to apprehend the mental or emotional state of another individual. Thank you, Oxford. Very simplistic, but it is so much more than that. Um, an empath is, you are highly sensitive. You absolutely are very highly, highly, highly sensitive. And you feel other people's feelings as your own until you learn how to not. Your emotional intelligence is through the roof. You are deeply connected to animals. It means you unknowingly absorb energy from people, places, and things. And this is hard sometimes because you can start to do that before you even go to a place. So you're highly psychic. So you might have anxiety before you're going somewhere and you're like, oh my gosh, why do I have anxiety? And you label yourself, but really it's because you're psychically picking up on other stuff, whether it's people going there, um, people could be talking about you. It, whatever you feel might be a threat, you psychically can be picking up on that because your nervous system wants to make sure you're safe. 
So if it's giving you anxiety or even depression or anything that is not supportive of you feeling secure and safe, there's a message there, but sometimes that message isn't real. It's just something that we experienced in our past that energetically we're like, I remember that and this happened and it was bad. And so it wants to prevent us from being in that situation again, when really it was either never a threat at all Or now we're adults and can handle ourselves in a situation that we couldn't when we were five years old. And so understand a lot is going on within you at any given time. It doesn't even have to be in the situation that you're in in the here and now. Your most dominant trait will always be feeling. And that brings me to kind of just want to tap on like the difference between empathy, sympathy, and being an empath, I think this gets confused a lot. And so I just want you to know the difference. And so empathy is, you know, I I, I like to break it up as we hear, we feel, and then we see with empathy. So you hear what's going on. And we, this is something that, um, you know, somebody tells you a story. They, you know, they lost their cat. You hear them. You're listening to them. When you have empathy for somebody, you have the ability to listen like no other. You're listening to every word. And then you're feeling it in your body, and you're, you really do have deep sorrow, if it's a sad story. And it doesn't always have to be sad. And then you see. And then you kind of see what's going on. But your dominant feeling is hearing when you have empathy. It's an emotional and sometimes physical response to someone else's situation or condition. Empathy is, it's remembering something in your library of life, something that happened to you. So you can relate to the other person because you've been there. And you can let them know that they're not alone because you know what it felt like to be in their shoes. It's all about asking them questions, listening deeply, and it, it really does support connection. Sympathy is a little different. Sympathy, just think of like um, the, kind of the masculine, like our grandfathers. You know, sympathy, you see, then you hear, and then you feel. And so feeling is the last thing when you offer sympathy. It keeps you at distance from what the other person is going through, but it's almost like it's politically correct. It's, it's a programmed response to someone else's situation or condition. And we're taught this like through our social morals, um, you know, conditioning, politeness, our social cues from just like our family saying, go say thank you now, you know? And so we kind of play a role. We've been programmed to respond a certain way to offer sympathy. Um, it's kind of on a surface level it, and it's appropriate, but you, you know, maybe this is set up as a way of, we cannot feel everything. There's boundaries with sympathy. So sometimes this is great. You offer your sympathy, but they're over there and you're here and and that's it. And then being an empath, this is this is very 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 different from the other two. This is where you feel first. So you know something's going on. Then you see cuz you're looking around wondering why the heck am I feeling what I'm feeling. Then you hear. So when you feel first, Sometimes your nervous system then is in response before you can see or hear what's going on around you. 
And so this is a deep physical and or emotional feeling within us that is not comfortable. It's not always comfortable. And it results um, with us absorbing someone else's energy fully and mistaking it as our own. And and so this empaths are not great listeners sometimes because our feelings override everything. So we're trying to manage what we're feeling and we're looking at you thinking, I see your mouth is moving, but I'm trying to manage everything that is going on within me to just calm my nervous system enough to where I can actually hear what is coming out of your mouth. This is why it's so important to create boundaries because we can have empathy, but if we're an empath, sometimes having empathy can be kind of hard for us because we're managing a lot. And so when you learn how to bring in your auric field, and so a healthy auric field is about 12 inches off your body. And when I first teach people how to do this, I have them reach their hands out and and clench their um, hands like they're grabbing like the outside of their aura almost and bring it in and just start to feel your own energy play with it and and just intentionally intentionally bring your auric field in and say I want to release anything that is not serving my highest good all energy that is not serving my highest good can dissipate immediately. We have so much power with our intention and our words. It doesn't have to be complicated. It needs to be intentional. And so when we have a little bit more control around our boundaries, our energetic boundaries especially, then we can have empathy because we're not in survival mode. And in your nervous system, we regulate that by getting back into the body. We will abandon ship when we experience trauma. And an empath usually has a very long sheet of trauma. And like Gabby Bernstein says, whether it's a big T or a small T, it's still trauma and it's still in your nervous system and it still needs our attention to heal. So we have to get back in the body. We have to. And when it's uncomfortable, the areas that are the most uncomfortable need the most attention. And so sometimes, you know, just walking, just move, move. The littlest amount of movement helps because that's moving energy. Breath work, huge fan of breath work. If meditation isn't for you, do a guided meditation as you walk. Do it while you're moving and just start getting information into your mind that helps calm that nervous system. Diet is huge. Sugar is not great for the nervous system. Neither is caffeine or alcohol. So if you're at this new point of learning about your nervous system, there's a book called Anchored. I love it. And that will really teach you more um, about the science of it. And I'm going to get into that in another episode. But know as an empath, your work is to create boundaries and energetically and in your relationships, and then regulate your nervous system. Those are the two takeaways for being an empath. And then you'll start to realize that you actually do have amazing gifts that you can use to change your own life or to help and serve others, which they kind of go hand in hand because when you're your best self, you change those around you just by being you. So I think that that is going to bring this to a close for today. I hope that you learned a little about being a sensitive being, and I hope that you can love on yourself a little bit and know that you've endured a lot already in this lifetime, 
And there is no time better than now to lean in and do the work and love on yourself and know that you have a beautiful future ahead. Thanks for joining and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me. It means so much to me. I hope that this episode brought insight, awareness, and wisdom to your healing journey. If you would like to support my journey further, I would love a written review and for you to share this episode with anyone you think may benefit. These reviews really help the podcast to grow and of course encourage me to continue serving spirit. If you'd like to connect with me on other platforms, please find me on Instagram at The Medium Experience. If you'd like to work with me or learn more about my spiritual retreats, you can visit www.themediumexperience.com. Again, thank you so much for your time. Cheers to you and to living a beautiful, spirit-led life.